showing you how to reignite the embers of a distant and lonely relationship into a blazing, emotionally intimate connection. I'm your host, Amber Dawson. I'm a psychologist, author, and speaker. A few of my favorite things are my husband, Grapes, and my adorable little dog, Riggs. Now let's learn how to create a soul crush in love that lasts. Hit subscribe in your podcast app so that simply by listening, you can rekindle your relationship by pouring a little gas on your relationship ember. This podcast is for informational purposes and should not be misconstrued for specific relationship advice. For advice for your specific relationship, seek a local couples therapist for relationship counseling for couples therapy. Three steps, talking so he listens. The three-step simple strategy to be heard and understood. To be heard, understood, respected, appreciated, and connected. A fundamental desire. This human need is found in all races, religions, and groups. It's woven into the fabric of our being. If you've wondered how to use this strategy to talk so he will listen, this episode is for you. To discuss this topic, we're going to use an example from the TV show The Crown and how in one conversation, Prince Charles at least momentarily focuses on his relationship and not with that of his mistress. You can tell I've been watching what I've been watching on Netflix or just other TV streaming series as you listen to the episodes. Princess Diana and Prince Charles have a key moment between them where they both feel heard, understood, and connected. I want to point out what they were doing right, or at least how the writers of the TV show demonstrate what they were doing right. We're going to take a look at the three steps to be heard and understood. So here's the summary, but we're going to dive into more detail. The first is to start with the feelings. The second is to describe the facts of the story you're telling yourself. And the third is to let your partner be the hero and not the villain. Let's dive into the magical moment Princess Diana and Prince Charles had where they both felt finally heard and understood. Princess Diana and Prince Charles were out on a tour of Australia and New Zealand. The two are caught in this tug of war, both fierce in their positions of how they want the tour to go. Princess Diana, a new mother, wants to be with her child, Prince William. This desire is in contrast to the engagements and responsibilities she needs to take on in the tour to stand alongside Prince Charles. Prince Charles sees this tour as something for him, a place to be seen, a place to be known. He gives touches in this tug of war to change the tour to suit Princess Diana and her need to be with their child more. Nevertheless, she doesn't want, she doesn't find that the slack he's giving is enough enough rope and she tugs more and more as she desperately desires to be with their son. The show displays the miserable young couple starting out their tour. Sullen looks on their faces, Princess Diana disengaged from interviews and fumbling over her words. Prince Charles recovers for her on television, but you can feel the tension, his, mu- his frustrating feelings mounting. At one point, he calls his mistress and exasperatedly vents about how he misses his mistress and how weak Princess Diana is, how he longs to be with his mistress. 
In a yelling match, Princess Diana shouts about how intolerant it is to be away from their son. And despite their son being across the country, she insists they go see him. Prince Charles tries to hold his side of the rope tight in the tug of war. He argues they are just five days into the tour that has been planned for years. But she does not stop tugging on her side of the rope. She insists they must see their son. You see the plane flying through the sky and a train of white cars driving through a field as they pull into, I think it's a goat farm. Princess Diana runs from the cars into the door and finally sees her son hugging him and talking of how she misses him. Later in the cup in the episode, the unhappy couple are both in the front yard of the goat farmhouse. They talk in somewhat of a pleasant banter about their son. And then Princess Diana states she would like to talk to Prince Charles about some of her thoughts. This is one of the first things that's a major game changer in their conversations. She explains calmly what she would like to do. He asks about, she says, us. He says he has things he would also like to talk about and he offers for her to go first. Now, she does rebut this offer with some criticism, which isn't helpful most of the time, but they do recover. She asks, are you even remotely aware of how bad things have got for me? He responds, I'm not blind. I can see how unhappy you are. And the conversation goes on. They begin to talk of what is really going on and what they need. While there is the occasional jab, the overall emotional climate is somewhat calm and generally they are on manageable behavior as they talk about how hurt they both are. Princess Diana explains how hard it is for her. She explains she constantly feels overlooked, ignored, and that he doesn't have the faintest idea. He doesn't defend right away. He explains if he has been cold or distant or worse, like a gargoyle above the church door, gray and made of stone, unemotional, but I'm not. You think I don't crave the occasional well done or aren't you clever or even just a thank you? I need encouragement and the occasional pat on the back too. Princess Diana asks, does that explain why you keep going back to her? The conversation changes the direction, talking then about his mistress. Princess Diana eventually asks of her role in Princess Charles, Prince Charles' life. After talking about all the ways, he shows affection and love for his mistress. He yells, because you show no interest in me. They protest about the why he does not show interest. And she questions, so where do I fit in? Prince Charles responds, you fit in because you're my wife and because I love you. Looking a touch shocked, Princess Diana stumbles for the words. They quit the arguing at least quiets with those three little words. I love you. The conversation promptly moves from criticism and hurt to Prince Charles asking about solutions. Finally, with a softening of hearts and a somewhat mutual understanding, becoming aware of a place they belong, they both loosen some of the slack on that tug of war and they begin to consider solutions. Princess Diana talks softly about what they have to learn to give each other more often. Encouragement, I mean, and they both giggle about the other places they might like to be given a little more. Then she goes on to compliment his looks and his intelligence. He seems a bit taken aback and then considering, he admits that is what he needs to hear from her. 
He reciprocates words of affirmation, telling her his views of how gorgeous she looks and how wonderful she is and how lucky he is to be with her. With the compliments, they both start to giggle, almost looking as if they're blushing. She insightfully says, you know, I think this might be the most important conversation we've ever had. And the solution is so simple. Anytime either one of us feels we're not getting what we need, we simply need to give that very thing to the other. Since I watched this episode, I have recounted the scene dozens of times with my clients. Talking in such a way that your partner will listen means setting the stage outside of the conversation to have conversations that actually fall on listening ears. When relationships are negative and filled with hurt, even positive or neutral conversations can quickly become negative conversations. To prevent positive and neutral conversations from becoming distressed disaster combinations, conversations, it's key to raise the emotional climate for the relationship. For more on raising the emotional climate and seeing secrets to successful relationship repairs and thus communication, see episode 31. So what an important revolutionary statement. You know, I think this might be the most important conversation we've ever had. And the solution is so simple. Anytime either one of us feels we're not getting what we need, we simply need to give that very thing to the other. So right. Giving what you wish for. So it's time to think about the words to say, what they did say for this conversation to generally go right, where they got to that end point, where there was solutions. And I challenge you to think about what are the words you can say so you are heard, so you are understood, so you can get to solutions with your partner. As we see in this scene between Prince Charles and Princess Diana, there are some things they did say, the words they said that were helpful and probably empowered the conversation to move in a favorable direction. Now, one thing they did do was prime the stage for generally good listening by stating they would like to talk before they dove into their concerns. The good news, the other was receptive to having this. Now we're going to go over the three steps to talking so he listens. If you want to follow along with a PDF of this script, simply text the word script, S-C-R-I-P-T, to 1-313-710-9683. That's script to 1-313-710-9683. Now let's use the script, and if you want, I do encourage you to follow along so we can understand the three steps to talking so he listens. Step one, start with the feelings that you're experiencing. This helps to soften the emotional experience and help to draw your partner in. While there are some moments of poking and jabbing between Princess Diana and Prince Charles, she does explain her feelings. She said she felt constantly overlooked and ignored. So in doing so, she softened the conversation and made it a touch safer for her partner to be engaged. Start with the feelings. One mistake people make is they talk about the facts. They start it with, I feel. They say, I feel like you're being a poop. Or I feel like you should put your shoes away. Those aren't feelings. Those are thoughts. A feeling is an emotion word. Overlooked, ignored, hurt, frustrated, misunderstood, left behind, rejected, sad, overwhelmed, anxious. Those are feeling words. The second part of the script is describing the story you are telling yourself. 
And the note here is that there's always subjective interpretations. We always have different realities. And a lot of times our partner doesn't follow along, not because we're wrong or they're right, but because we have different realities. So it is key to explain the facts of the story you're telling yourself as facts and as your interpretation, trying to stick to the facts as much as possible, one topic at a time, as if you're describing it like you were a reporter. So in this episode, this step could have gone badly. However, it was probably less worse than Prince Charles's and Princess Diana's typical conversation, so it still went okay. So the key, explain the parts of the story you want your partner to hear without blame or accusation. In this scene, there was still a fair bit of blame, and there was also some sharing of the story that didn't involve blame. For example, Prince Charles explained the facts of where Princess Diana does fit in, and he responds, you fit in because you're my wife, because I love you. The third thing, and one of the most overlooked steps to feeling heard and understood and getting your need needs met is this step. And it's one of the steps that couples in couples therapy protest to the most. They do not want to do this. However, it is crucial, important. It's key. What is it? So step three, it's letting your partner be the hero and not the villain. And this is certainly hard when you're hurt. So this is where Princess Diana and Prince Charles stop villainizing each other and they talk about what the other person can do to get it right. We see how when they start focusing on solutions, the conversation is transformed from pointing out all of the other person's shortcomings and where they're wrongs to what they can do to make it better. Most of us wish our partner just knew what we needed, and we think that if we tell them what we need, it cheapens it, but it doesn't. It's actually the first step to actually getting our needs met, because if our partner knew what we needed, they would probably do it. So how do we make our partner out to be the hero, not the villain? It's simple. Simple, in in theory, really hard in practice. So what do we do? We ask them for what we need. I need you to show me appreciation. I need you to tell me about the things I'm doing right. I need your words of encouragement. Those would be things that Princess Diana and, Princess Charles, and Prince Charles would have said in this episode. But it might be, I need you to help me take out the garbage. I need you to wake up with our kid one day a week because I just need to sleep in. When we can ask for our needs to be met, it takes the focus away from what is wrong and focuses it on how do we get it right. You too can engage in these three simple overlooked steps. I get butterflies in my stomach as I think about you using these skills and uncovering the power of communication. Imagine communicating, feeling heard and understood. How close to your partner do you suppose you would feel when they started to meet your needs? If you want to plan out your conversation to talk so he listens, just simply text the word script, S-C-R-I-P-T, to 1-313-710-9683. That's script, to 1-313-710-9683. You too can have the tools to create connections in conversations where you feel heard and understood in less time than it takes to drink a cup of coffee. All right, everyone, until next time, practice your three simple steps to talking so he listens and talk in a way that promotes connected conversations where you are heard and you are understood. 
Thank you for tuning in to Relationship Psych, the podcast put on by Ember Relationship Psychology. If you're looking for more free relationship help or advice that comes straight from the couple's therapy room, check out the free resources and the blog at www.emberrelationshippsychology.com.